0: Oh my gosh they're just they're i would have to say they're completely different kids like they are just happy and joyful and like easy to be around like there's no like tension between even the siblings i mean they have their own little tips but like they're just happier they're just they they're free to be kids they can play all day long like it's but they're exploring and they're using their brains or imagination and just learning all day it's just If I would have known it would look like this, if someone would have shown me a picture, I would have done this so many years ago. It's just because it's, this is how how I feel a kid should be learning and growing. And it's just such a happy childhood, I feel like.
1: That's Haley Ollinger. After her husband Chad had a brush with death, they decided to prioritize things in their life. They sold their home and most of their possessions, purchased an old school bus, took their children out of traditional school and hit the road to start truly living. Their story shows us all how fragile life can be, and that the best time to make a change and to put your family in the forefront of everything is today. So grab a seat by the fire as we travel to Mexico to speak with the Allingers about life's biggest lessons. All right, we'd like to welcome Haley and Chad Olinger. How are you guys doing?
0: We're great. Thanks for having us.
1: Awesome. Yeah, thanks for joining us all the way from Baja, Mexico, right?
2: Yeah. That's right. Down the Baja.
1: (laughs) Great. Well, we always kind of just start off with having our guests introduce themselves. Just tell us a little bit about you and your family and what it is that you guys are doing right now.
0: Awesome. You want to go
1: for
2: it? Uh, yes. So we uh, we kind of sold everything. I'm a pilot. It's my uh, was my career. We sold the company, sold the house, sold everything, and we uh, just jumped into the school bus and hit the road. And now we're in deep South Mexico, Baja, Mexico. So it's uh, it's all good, man.
0: We have four kids. Um, Lily is 11. Hutch is 9. Finn is 4. And this is Hazel. She is 2. So she will keep us entertained until she passes out for her nap. <laughs> but um, I was a stay-at-home mom before we um, sold everything and took life on the road. And so my life still is revolving all around the kids. And but it's much uh, more beautiful, a lot more free time and free, um, I don't know, a lot more freedom on the road, I guess.
1: <laughs> yeah. So you guys kind of have like a two two parts to your story. So a lot of times we we interview people who start maybe homeschooling, but you guys not only started homeschooling or road schooling, but you also sold everything that you own, pretty much, and Redid a school bus and hit the road, and kind of left everything behind. Right?
0: We did. We kind of <laughs> did a lot of change all at one time. Um, it was. It was. We had some time um, thinking about it. We. It was over a process, I guess, when we decided. But it, but it all kind of happened all at once. We took the kids out of school. And then a couple months later, business sold. That we sold the house. A couple months later, we then so we just um, traveled. We went up to Utah and um, did the U.S. for a few months. Chad was working on a project up in Utah, and then once it got cold, we thought we were we wanted to go where it was warm. So then we headed down to the Baja. So it all kind of happened all in one on top of it being 2020 and a pandemic happening in the country or all over the
3: world. So it was a wild year. <laughs> Can you um, share a little bit more kind of like what life looked like before jumping to that decision?
0: Oh, absolutely. Uh, the defining moment probably um, what, what um, kickstarted it all. Chad actually had a plane crash a few years back. Um, we kind of talked about that in our YouTube video. Um, but that that was really um the, the beginning of the of the change so Why? because it shakes it. it, shifts it. <laughs> so after um, the plane crash you know he just wasn't the same we we couldn't look at we couldn't look at um, our life the same we didn't want to fit back into something we knew that wasn't what our heart desired so it was just um it was, it, it was the beginning of making those changes and choices to live a different life. So I guess it was a few years ago. And then I don't know, we, the kids were in public school. We loved our small town that we lived in. We were part of a great community. Um, so it was never a problem with um, pulling our kids. We never have a problem with the schools or anything like that. It was amazing. Um, my parents are they actually my dad's a principal at a high school and my mom works in the school s- um, system so that was never something that like we were ever not on board with we just wanted a different life and we knew we had to make that choice to take on that responsibility for our kids if we wanted to live a different way of life so
3: I right and it's i know not- as I say in your video, I know you guys mentioned that you really felt that you were like truly in the rat race before. Right. And I think, Chad, you had mentioned you worked a ton.
2: Yeah. 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 So uh, when the kids were off for uh, their summer break, I was working. So and then when I'm off in the winter, you know, they were at school. So it, the, the schedules just totally clashed and it uh, wasn't working. You know, and it, we did that for a long time. We had everything we wanted as far as material things but you know the 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 most important things like relationships were weren't as good as they could be i guess
0: our kids were in a swim team on i mean football baseball every activity (laughs) dance anything that any other kid wanted to do we we were shuffling our kids back and forth and we had at one i guess right before we pulled them out We had them in three different schools. So pickup time took us over an hour and we had a brand new baby. So it was just, it was just a lot of like time was being wasted in the car, picking up kids, running them back and forth to come home and change to go to their next activity. And we, and that the time spent with them wasn't well spent. It was just in a hurry. And we were just on the go all the time that we didn't have time to just take a break and enjoy each other's company unless it was summer and then chad was never you know available so the scheduling was just didn't fit the family that we wanted it to be so Mm
3: -hmm.
1: yeah we we actually we our kids used to be in public school as well so we have homeschooled forever well yeah (laughs) i mean it was it was a private school because of where we lived was a terrible uh area for schooling but um you know, so we kind of had the same situation where we, we realized, I remember sitting at the dinner table one night and my daughter was just so tired from school. She had like homework to do. She was six (laughs) and I like looked at her. I was like, we, this is crazy. Like we don't ever get to see our kids. Like I come home and I have to start dinner and like an hour later they're going to bed. And I said, this is not what I, this is not what I wanted for our family. And that's kind of where it went from there and how we got into homeschooling. But Uh, so I was, we always love to hear those same stories when somebody makes the decision to like put their family first, which is always cool. Um, and do you, Chad, do you mind like kind of sharing what what happened to you? If you don't, I completely understand, but I always love to hear someone's story about a moment in life where it changes everything. Cause I think that's, uh, a special when you, when, when that happens.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was, uh. Uh, just regular day. I, I was a crop duster. Uh, you know, that's the business that we sold. Uh, so I was spraying and, uh, my wing gets caught and I flip over and ball the whole airplane up, uh, total the airplane, get chemical all over me, bad, bad deal. And I have people I know that didn't make it from the exact same situation. And at that moment, it's like, what are we, what are we here for? You know, are we here just to have more stuff? Or are we here to, cherish the moments with uh you know each other i guess so and at that moment we were just like "Ah, that was the moment we started hey let's make this plan to start selling everything We didn't know how it was going to look we didn't think we'd live in a school bus but <laughs> thank god i mean it's the best best transition i've ever had you know it's it's not doing things that are you're supposed to do or that are normal you know that you're supposed to work a lot and have a big house you know that's what I was taught anyways and that's not our goals anymore at all. So when when you come close to your life like a near-death experience it just uh, it makes you realize what's important and what's not so all this all this material stuff can be bought again but you know the like a two-year-old like this there's so many special moments that you get to cherish now and and I didn't before so it's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, that's a that's an awesome story. We watched. We we had no idea when we asked you to do this interview about your background because um, Sarah actually gave us your names mm-hmm. after we had interviewed her yeah. and just said, "Hey, yeah, yeah. they might be interesting." And uh, well, we watched your YouTube video and uh, gave me goosebumps, man. Because that's uh, that's such a that's such a cool a cool story because everybody that has a near death experience or comes anywhere near something like that doesn't always change you know so the fact that you guys you know use that situation to uh come closer as a family is is awesome because we're we're, I mean we're all about family so we love the story well thank you for the the love brother
0: (laughs) when there was I mean it was we tried to fit back into that life I mean we as hard as we could we didn't know we look around we just built a brand new house we had you know three kids and it was like overwhelming and how do you make those changes it was just it seemed like so daunting how do you how do you sell it all and just you know live simple and so it was definitely a process it wasn't like overnight we were like done and um took us some years to figure out a plan to not necessarily a plan it just finally came down to like we're doing it or you know it, we, we've dra- dragged our feet long enough um but you know it just you when once you have a moment like that and i thought you know i nearly lost my partner who who you know it was devastating to be sitting on the outside and seeing him you know dealing with a lot of it because a lot of it the aftermath is after the crash not necessarily the day of the crash and seeing him go through all of this and not knowing, and just you know longing for the connection with his kids and with with me, and it's like, how do we make this happen? You know, and so you you get down to like the basics of like, what do you want in life? Make a list, and let that's this is our this is our priority. This is what we have we we can't negotiate on anymore. So <laughs> it's been a really cool process.
3: That's awesome. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I'm glad you shared how it affected you Haley, because that definitely is, it's not, you know, it's Chad, but then the loved ones are definitely affected. Cause you're like, Oh my gosh, like I nearly lost you. And what would that have looked like? And that's definitely life altering. <laughs> yes.
0: Right. And, and so many people that I think were in our life at the time, you know, we kind of did privately, we kind of, we kind of didn't share a lot of it with people. And then one day we're like, We bought a school bus. We were going to live in it and travel the world. And everyone's like, we all lost your minds. You know, this is insane. But it was just, it was a process over time that, you know, we knew what was important or we had figured that out and that, you know, we just want time together. So. Never in my wildest dreams did I think I would homeschool my kids. I will say that. <laughs> that was something I never pictured, but I couldn't be happier doing it now. So.
1: Yeah. Well, when when I asked her the first time to homeschool, I said, "Hey, what do you think about homeschooling?" She goes, "There's no way." And that was right? the end of the conversation like that night. I was like, "Okay, I, that's not happening, I guess." Uh, and it took it took like a whole year of her Ooh. thinking about it and then like she started researching, you know, and looking into it, but yeah, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't happening the first time. That's no. for sure. <laughs> I,
0: totally re- I totally relate to that. I mean, because I'm thinking, oh, my God, there's four of them. Like, what do I do with them all day? You know, it's just so much. Yeah. But then when you come to it, like you say, you get down to the basics of, hey, we just want to learn something new every day. You know, come away with something and, you know, you learn how you you know your kids the best. They're your kids on purpose. So I feel like you, you know, you learn how what works for your family I guess
3: yes and I'm like you are I come from a family of educators as well so I I don't know how it played out for you guys but for us they actually were very supportive but I have like my sisters my cousins my aunts they're all teachers my mom was uh, uh, she retired as a professor so same thing right. and I'm like we're gonna homeschool and they're like what <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> but now it's funny because now it's like my sister's homeschooling she followed uh, us my cousin's homeschooling <laughs> yeah. you started a trend you, mm-hmm. you paved way for them
1: well, a big part of it is, is that we, you know, we, it, it's about your kid's education, but a big part of this is like your lifestyle and being able to spend time with family. And I think a big part of it is, is that they saw how much more time we got to spend with our family by doing this. And it wasn't as crazy as everybody thinks it is before you do it. Um, <laughs> and I think, I think that was a big part of it because you do, it's uh it's a complete lifestyle change and it's been nothing but good for us so far. It's been awesome. Mm-hmm. A lot more time with a lot more time with the kids. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so you guys made the decision, you told your family and friends, you're hitting the road. Can you tell us uh, how your travels have played out so far?
2: Really good. I mean, it's uh, just everything about it is free. You know, if you want to stay somewhere you do, if you want to go, you go. And it's, uh, we've learned to live, not minimalist I wouldn't say but but on on with a lot less and uh, just enjoying more of the moments I mean we're uh just having fun with it you know (laughs)
0: right but at first I mean I think like he kind of touched on it the other day but like we our home is a, our this is our home this we live in a school bus so everything we have is in here (laughs) and like going up to Utah up the mountains in a school bus I mean they're not made for that they're not made for this way of life so it's like we I mean he showed like different things of like you know we've gone through the gas station and pulled off the you know we yanked off the, <laughs> the gas handle or we've you know the like I'm I, we went we're going up a mountain and he was like I'd never even driven the bus before and he was like okay you need to drive the bus up I'm going to push it with the jeep and I'm like. <laughs> what I don't know you know what we're doing and he's like he's fine it'll be like just one mile and work up and I mean it worked out fine but like I mean there's just these moments that you have to like I mean it's kind of comical we like living this way but it's just I don't know having a good attitude about it because cause all kids are watching you like handle these situations and you're like, okay, don't, don't stress out about this. But like it, the learning curve of even just living in the bus and traveling in it has been, I mean, quite funny. I mean, just le- six people crammed into less than 300 square foot is a lot to take at first. So, I mean, there's been a lot of um, getting new things getting used to, I guess, so.
3: I bet. So, where have you guys um, visited or stopped at so far once you left your house? Where did it take you?
2: So, our first stop was up to, uh, well, we went to the Grand Canyon and yeah. like uh,
3: Arizona,
2: Utah for a while and uh, Wyoming a little bit, but, and then down to the Ba. So, that's,
0: right we had plans to go up to you know even up into canada and go all the way down the coast and down to the baja but i mean with with how it's panned out with 2020 we just went ahead and just bypassed all that and went to mexico and um which has been incredible like so many people are like so scared for us to go to mexico with our bus and with our four kids but it has been There's never been a moment I was unsure or felt unsafe. Like it's been incredible. And everywhere you stop has the most picturesque, beautiful beach view, like even a town full of 10 people and they have the most gorgeous beaches. I mean, it's been such a cool experience, like coming down the Baja, because there's there's stretches of like desert and like nothing. But then you round the corner and you see, I mean, the most incredible beach with like dolphins playing out in the ocean and you just think well, how are we here how are we living this life it's just so it's been pretty
3: cool and how's the um so you guys have stayed pretty much in what it, you said la ventana right yeah and how is that specific location is it are there a lot of other uh travelers like you guys is it small coin how is it
2: so it's small i mean the, the town is maybe well like a thousand people or something like that maybe a little bit more yeah with a the, thousand with the tourists yeah
0: a lot of tourists but
2: and the tourists is not like your typical tourists you're like uh kite surfers from all over the world like
0: so they come here every year like yeah. people come they come back year after year because this is the place to kite surf and we had never i'd never even heard of kite surfing before <laughs> we got here we were actually in la paz we did a sailing um back in October we did a sailing course because I think part of the reason or part of living on the road we wanted to always be learning new skills so we thought oh let's how to do a sailboat so we all lived on a sailboat for a week and we we ended up getting our skipper license and um just seeing what life would be like living on a boat for you know a week if we wanted to you know eventually try that out <laughs> so when we were in La Paz we met a family at the campground that were coming here to Laventana and it just hooked chat instantly the adrenaline junkie in him he couldn't pass up on this experience so we thought well let's go there and it's just been really cool there's people from all different countries and from all over just li- like living very simple and hiding every day and it's just been a really cool experience being here
1: so are we supposed to be calling you Captain? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> no. yes, <sir>. no.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but there one one thing that I was so hesitant on when traveling was have my, my kids having connections with other kids. Because so if we're moving all the time, how are they going to build friendships and have these, you know, social skills. social skills? And but we the moment we've been on the road, it's never been an issue. There are kids everywhere we've stayed and here in La Ventana there's what six or so other families with kids from you know Canada, California, Columbia, I mean all over. Um and they just, you know, play together all day long, sun up to sundown. They are running and playing. So I've just never I could have never dreamed it up this special and cool of experience of how the connections they've made with their friends and the kids are learning to kite. So they're learning new skills and I don't know. It's been really cool.
3: That is really neat. Cause that would be probably one of my first thoughts is how would they socialize if you're on the go? But I guess if you also stay in one place for a little bit like that, that, that is a huge benefit. Yeah.
0: Right. And it's funny, like we've kind of, the moms have kind of like we do the school we kind of get the the main parts of their school out of the way in the morning so they have the rest of the day just to like go fishing and like i mean but what they're learning from just the sea creatures they find every day is just it's mind-blowing i mean they're finding octopus off i mean when the tide goes back they'll be catching octopus and putting it bring them up and then they'll research what what they eat and what how they hunt and all the stuff or we'll watch a documentary over sea life and they're and they'll go, you know, um, what is it, spearfishing or something? I mean, it's just, there's so much right there that you can learn from that I would have never, we would have learned out of a book. So, I mean, it's just really cool to do in such a hands on way.
2: Well, they're like, they're fascinated with life now that you right. get to experience hands on what this creature actually looks like, feels like. And then uh, it's just a beautiful connection. It's right.
1: really good. Yeah, that's how you're supposed to learn. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: that's how you'll remember it <laughs> that's right that's Absolutely. right <laughs> through experiences
1: yes so this this old girl you're sitting in right now with your bus can, does she have a name and can you tell us a little bit about <laughs> it
0: yeah this is ollie um and uh, i don't i don't have a clue how long she is right <laughs> uh 38 foot uh bluebird bus was it 1999?
2: Uh, 2000 model, oh,
0: 1999
2: 2000 model 2000
0: Okay, so it was kind of, it was halfway renovated when we bought, it, um, it already had a lot of stuff done, but we've, Chad's done so much um, solar on top, so we are like completely off-grid. So um, we, you know, don't plug in or have water cups or anything like that. So it's very, living very simple. We go to the market in the morning, get fruit for all day, and it's just, I don't know, it's just a really cool, it's been a really cool experience. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, do you guys have? Do you guys run a generator at all, or is it all solar?
2: It's all solar. Yeah, uh, you know it's so beautiful around here. A lot of people just go solar, and you know, generators are
1: just uh, kind of a distraction. Wow, we have it
0: in case we need it, but the emergencies. Yeah, we don't but... run it very often.
1: Yeah, very cool. Yeah, even we because we were we're looking at a uh, like a maybe a traveling van or something like that, and we're trying to figure out how to set it up. And we looked at your bus and we are like, that bus is, you said, 38 feet. And you can tell it's a long bus. And you you have one more, um, you have a few more kids than us, but you're still full.
2: Yeah.
1: And then we started yeah. to think to ourselves, how are we supposed to fit into a van <laughs> with five people?
0: But like, people do it. And it is, like, the coolest thing. Yeah. I mean, because what we're learning is most of your living is just done outside. So, I mean, you may set up a whole thing outside and you, re- you just sleep inside, but like there are people next to us in those sprinter bands or you know, things that fit on back of pickups and they have multiple kids. So it's like people are making it work.
3: It's really cool.
2: <laughs> cool.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So how are you guys adjusting to that? Cause you went from a, a fairly nice size home I say you downsize quite a bit and and with no slide outs. I'm impressed. Ah. I, know, I know, yes. Yeah. We have a
0: friend that has slide outs and you walk in and it's like, oh, what a mansion you live in. <laughs> um now it, it was in like I will be completely honest. I was the it was the hardest for me. The kids they don't care. I mean they 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 have their little bunk area that they can keep their toys and their stuff in that there outside it's just mainly it was the hardest for me to like let go of all the things that I thought were so important to me that were just keeping me from I mean because I don't miss cleaning that big house and I don't (laughs) miss you know things like that so it's this it's so much more time has been freed up and the freedom outweighs that stuff you know 10 to 1 so it's just really you just learn to prioritize and and I guess one thing was hard for me Christmas was we went home for Christmas. So it was hard, hard, not having a home to decorate for Christmas and do all the things. But then I just had to remind myself that what I did gain, you know, the, all the freedom and the, you know, the front, the beach front property that we're living on. So, I mean, there's been a lot that we have gained, um, instead of focusing on when we did actually, up. so.
3: Oh, I love that. That's so neat. Yeah. I, I'm wondering if I would, I know I would feel the same, but I just kept, cause we have a camper right now, which is what we're um, considering selling and then downsizing to a van. And I was telling him like, man, without a slide out, I, I just imagine us just getting frustrated, bumping into each other and, <laughs> and with the dog.
1: Dogs tripping us <laughs> as we're trying to walk around, you know,
3: <laughs> yeah, well, there's been many,
0: yes, yeah, a little, I mean, I think when we were in Utah I think we we had a few like before we went to like Baja or big trip like we had some time to like you do you you get that there's not as much privacy and there's you know a lot of things change but I mean it's just been such a bonding experience because you're going with you're going through it with the people that you love and so you know even if you're having a hard time and you're like I've got to get out of here and it's like okay mom let's go on a walk and it's like okay you know I mean you just you'd learn to get over it i guess or i did pretty quickly cuz there's little people watching you and how <laughs> you're adjusting to the change.
3: <laughs> no, that's more important. I think that's right. that's great. So just to rewind a little bit, like we said you you made the decision to just sell everything, you downsized, you're living on a bus, off-grid. <laughs> I noticed uh, your your shower is a storage area too. <laughs> really simplified. And Chad built
0: to be an outdoor shower, and it's like heated. It's amazing. It's like the, I swear it's like the finer things in life. It's like
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's like you just take for granted uh, electricity or a hot shower, right. you know. And you have those things here. You're in the ocean all day, and it's cooling off. And a warm shower is like a million dollars.
3: His, um, his mom and stepdad have an outdoor shower at their house because they live by the beach. And it's it's amazing. When we go and visit, it's all about the outdoor showers.
0: It is, right? <laughs> you yep. just right. You
3: learn to love nature. <laughs> <laughs> Homeschooling was obviously, we touched on it a little, but if we can go back and talk about that, making that decision. And if I, if I read correctly or I heard it on your videos, something, one of your posts, I, I believe you guys said that you actually made the decision to pull your kids out of school before you hit the road. Is that correct?
0: We did. Yeah. Okay.
3: So you um, made that decision. Yeah. And tell us how it's been going.
0: Oh, so uh, lots of ups and downs, <laughs> but um, when we made that decision, it was just, I don't know. It's just like, we finally sat down and was like, what are we doing? Like, why, why are they gone for eight plus hours a day? Why are they not with us? And we just thought, and he just it was mainly him He was like are you can we do this and I'm like oh I think we can do it you know like it's like one of those things you're like oh I don't know but like you know you have, have this fear of like am I gonna run them you know mm-hmm. um, and we finally just did it because it just was it finally we hadn't had enough I guess we finally and you know how like the world starts showing you signs of what you should be doing and it's like we had a bad experience with a teacher and it was like okay this is our my last straw like let's just take them out and so um at first like I struggled the most thinking it had to look a certain way like I, they had to be at a tape learning for so many hours a day or they had to be like I was like, we can't be done in just a couple hours. Like, you're at school eight hours. Like, how am I supposed to fill this time? And then when we would break it down, and I knew that they were accomplishing everything they're supposed to be accomplishing with their grade level, it was like, we're done in a co- like. How are we? How is this can be condensed to so small? And so it was just so eye opening to to me as a mom, like never paying attention to that and. So yeah, there's definitely been some frustrate frustrating times because, you know, I don't necessarily like to know that my sixth grader is smarter than me in math and I have to go look up everything before we have a lesson. But um but it's just been like I guess the learning curve and knowing that they're just in an environment that they're loved and that they're taken care of and we'll figure it out along the way. And I think that was what was most important that they're I don't know, they're getting to experience life in a different kind of way I guess so yeah. are
3: there are you guys uh is there like a certain style is it you know more you follow a curriculum or are you unschooling or do you like what does it look like for you guys <laughs> a lot of people like to um, hear what everybody looks like
0: <laughs> I get it because I was I, I'm I feel like it's different each week can look different for us I mean we we definitely I finally like know that the basics are being covered so we do math we do reading and we do writing every day now so we finally implemented that like we have they have a book each have three books we get a lesson every day just because that works best for our family now the rest would be like we want them to be working on you know like either a musical instrument or some working towards something that they are passionate about so Lily it's sometimes music and hutch is sometimes right now he's doing more of the kiting um learning that as a new skill so we just really want them to be growing every day that's just kind of was our philosophy like if they are putting effort into something and especially something that they're interested in or passionate about like we are all on board for that mm-hmm. um now that when they go lily will spend hours on the beach shell hunting and then come home and like research different like how shells are made or like we we you know we have they have their ipads for looking up things such such as stuff like that and then hutch will go crab hunting or you know fishing but it's just i guess just making sure they're happy i don't know
2: well too they have like friends been doing this for years and years and years and living on the beach forever and they they bring their knowledge and the kids get to hang out with them and they want to learn the same things and they can they all have their little like knowledge with certain things that the kids can learn from too and same with our kids with them you know it's different experiences and uh they learn a lot from the other kids too
0: yeah absolutely
3: how are they liking it your kids since they've been to school oh
0: my gosh they're just they're I would have to say they're completely different kids like they are just happy and joyful and like easy to be around like that we don't there's no like tension between even the siblings I mean they have their own little tips but like they're just happier they're just they they're free to be kids they can play all day long like it's but they're exploring and they're using their brains or imagination and just learning all day it's just if I would have known it would look like this, if someone would have shown me a picture, I would have done this so many years ago. It's just because it's, this is how how I feel a kid should be learning and growing. And it's just such a happy childhood, I feel like.
1: Being on the road, we've we done traveling. It, it never is as pretty as everybody thinks it is, like, especially on like social media and stuff, right? <laughs> so can you share, is there a couple of things you could share that just were like, Maybe we're terrible for you guys, but hilarious to us. Uh, you know, listening.
2: Like when we were coming down the Baja, uh, there's these little like speed bumps, topos, all down the all the way down, and sometimes they're not labeled. So we're like cruising at like 60 miles an hour <laughs> and launch on it with the bus, and the bumper of the bus comes off, which pulls our jeep and jeep, <laughs> like, cruising in the bartage
0: but we didn't know we can't see our jeep so we we're just cruising right along through town like
2: yeah just five miles down the road there's these, these guys like waving us down to go back and pick up our jeep but it, that's what mexico is there's so much these people are absolutely amazing we've uh, they're so nice and so yeah. beautiful people so we go pick up the bus weld back on the bumper and, the jeep, and hit yeah. the road and, it's, and they
0: offered to weld it back on for yeah, us like yeah. they're like to our house we'll weld it chad speaks really good spanish so um we just hang out at the cafe for a few hours they're welding our jeep back on and then we hit the road again it's just like what thank goodness it would have been a house or a person or you know anything there but it missed everything it just like it's just sitting over there in the bar ditch so you guys
1: do you not have a rearview mirror in your bus you didn't notice your jeep was missing chad
2: uh the bus is a little bit wider than the jeep so oh, okay i have like a uh a rear view camera but it's only on like when you're going backwards so <laughs> yeah. that means something good to look into, though, yeah
0: sure.
1: that's a good one we've, we've yeah. asked this question to a bunch of people every time we interview that i like that one that's a good one <laughs> you lost your
0: jeep. Well, G- another one like on our way down the baja we had just bought um what is it a nature head composting toilet and like i've been dragging my feet being like oh what are we gonna how are we gonna make this work there's six people so we just never and we just never set it up we were like when we get there we'll do it well we keep traveling and traveling and it's like we need a toilet like uh, over time over you know over time it's like this is this would be something so easy for us to have instead of going in you know rest stops and stuff like this and so i had like final meltdown when we hit a we reached a point and I'm like I have to have a toilet and the kids are like calm down mom like you can go to the convenience store and so there's definitely been ups and downs and meltdowns along the way that are not pretty but and we don't show anyone but it's like the reality of life like this I guess is sometimes really funny
2: it is yeah <laughs> I have to adjust so much more it seems like so right
1: <laughs> so you kind of mentioned how like your kids have changed yeah. but with you making this decision to do what you've done and then hit the road homeschool and focus on your family like how have you guys changed as people um, through this whole journey you've taken
0: well I mean for me I like I mentioned before I was already a stay-at-home mom so I get to experience a lot of great memories and things that chad just never was a part of i was there for them i mean good and bad but like to be able to be here to see him being such a like i don't know a bigger role or just being there for all the moments has been just really incredible to see him his empathy grow or your patience grow over time because you you're not around you know little kids traveling all the time it can be it can wear on you really easily but like just seeing him adapt to it now has been so incredible and the bonds already formed with the kids I mean him and our oldest son go out spearfishing all the time they're they're learning to kite together I mean it's just so many things that just you just didn't have time for or like he was just gone working to provide a life that we thought we wanted and so it's just for me, to see that happen has been, I mean, he's just, he's there all the time with us now. And so it just feels so much more complete, I think, as a family for me.
2: Yeah, it just seemed like, uh, like I used to be more like, I have to be doing something all the time, which uh, now I don't. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. big shift. I'm okay with just uh, watching the kids play or, you know, not have to do
1: something all the
3: time. Right. I feel like that would be your adjustment. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's how I am. I can't sit still for very long. It's really hard for me. If I'm not doing something, I'm like pacing around. She's like, Nathan, you need to you need to go go fishing, go hiking, do something, please. You're you're driving me nuts. So right. yeah.
0: And it's a big adjustment. You don't you don't notice it over time because he, he lives he lives such a separate life working all the time. So I mean it now we get to time ta- kind of like especially here, if it gets we didn't have the solar working for a while. So it's, it's dark at 630. It was completely dark inside. And so it's like, we're hanging out, you know, like together doing things that we, I don't know. It just bonds you more as a family, I think too. And you all the distractions of TV or the, everything around you are just gone now. So you just get to focus on what you actually want to focus
1: on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Chad.
2: Uh, no I mean you have a fire at night you cook on the fire everyone's around the fire you play instruments it's just uh, it's a really nice way of life it's simple but it's its beautiful
1: that is and I, I was going to say you're also living in the land of Manana and the she, her family's Puerto Rican it's like island time same same exact thing it's like <laughs> we didn't get it done it's okay we can do it tomorrow
3: Manana, <laughs> manana. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's
1: a good way to live yeah it is <laughs>
0: I think I was so caught up in, you know, running the kids around so much. Um, I didn't, I kind of got, I lost who I was in, in being a mom and a stay-at-home mom. And, and then I took on homeschooling. So it's just like, you just lose time for yourself, even just to think your own thoughts. And I think being here with letting the kids, you know, playing with their kids, playing with their friends all day. I have time to focus on, you know, what I love. And so there's just, there's so much time and freedom that you get to actually choose what you do with all of it. So I don't know, it's been a really cool process for me. I've, I picked up a, you know, I found a love of writing and I've been writing a book, which I never thought would be even possible having for kids on the road, but there's just time to, I don't know, to devote to things that you,
3: you like to do. So it's just really cool. Time to live. Yeah. When you're making it happen, I, I, I don't know that everybody that, you know, is on the road slows down to do those things. So I think that's really neat that you're, you're making a point like you've got this, slow down. Um, I know for homes, when we made the decision to homeschool, like you said, a lifestyle, even though he still has to go to work every day, it still brought a lot of family time together because- the same thing, like I was working full-time, so everybody was just everywhere. And I know what you were talking about with like the shuttling of kids in the morning and afternoons, like I'm trying to get them to their schools in the morning before work, and then picking them up at, you know, two different schools in the afternoons and after work. And so just, yeah, just homeschooling alone, I feel like has brought us together as a family um, even more so, and I can only imagine how amazing that is to to be out there and to be able to disconnect even more. But then having that community right there is just so awesome. With all the kids there, I mean, you've got everything. <laughs> to, to like you said, you get your couple hours of, of um, you know structured learning in the morning over with, and then they get to hang out and explore all day with other kids their ages that are doing the same thing. That's, that's amazing to me. I love that.
1: I'm, I'm picturing like the Swiss family Robinson and I'm like, su- I'm super jealous. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and I, I, I wanted to say this earlier, but that's funny that what you said um, about the people there being very nice. Cause that's something that Sarah from our world safari said too about Mexico. She's like, the people here are just amazing. And so um, welcoming and helpful. And I think that's neat. Cause I, I didn't know that either.
0: Oh, it is. I mean, and we, we, there's such a great community here. We'll just put like, they have a Facebook page. We put an ad out like that. If someone was interested in maybe coming to our bus and teaching me and the kids, like some conversational Spanish, we wanted to learn, you know, as all together. And we had tons of people offering, like they were students or they're like, they're just here for a few months, but they'll come join us, like, or come over to the campground and teach us. And they're like, "If you have more people, we could do a big group, and then if y'all could, you know, practice all together." And it's just like, "How, how did we? How is this possible?" You know, what I mean, just it's it's just really cool that we found such a great, I don't know, group of people here.
1: What what you guys are doing is to a lot of people is, I, I mean, something that they dream of doing and sit around. For half their lives, saying, you know, I wish I could do that, or one day uh, I can go do that. What what's some advice you have for somebody who's contemplating making a you know a change? And even if it's not selling everything and move and, and going down to Mexico, but it's it's taking a step back and 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 deciding to spend more time with family and even maybe traveling some with with their uh, their loved ones. What's some advice you would have for them?
0: I mean, it can look however you want it to look, but like, just do it. I mean, here we, there's so many different families here. Some are here for four months and they go home to their normal jobs or, or they they come for two weeks every year and they just make it happen. I just, I feel like that you will never regret the time spent with your family. Um, and not that you have to travel or, but It was it was been the best decision for us to pull our kids out and take on that responsibility of that they're ours and that we have their best interests at heart always and so even the even if it goes something goes horribly wrong I mean we can learn from every every um, adventure that we go on or every every time we travel somewhere new so I just think for me. I wish I could have just looked back and shake myself and like, why were I, why was I so hesitant? It's just, you make the best of, of every, of anything. So I don't know, especially looking at our, our country and our world this year of 2020, it's like, you don't know what, what the future holds. So just do what makes you happy now. you will never
3: regret it.
1: <laughs> I like I it. That's good.
3: <laughs> you have any advice, Chad? I mean, yeah,
2: some people don't have a lot to sell to be able to just get on the road. And I totally understand, but it seemed to me like it uh, it's easier just to start stop spending as much and saving that for, and maybe you can take a trip like this and then it just keeps on growing. You're like, well, if you save this and then you could spend more time with your family and less work, uh, really, uh, just living more simple. But uh, it's definitely worth it, because say uh, when it comes down to it, we, we don't spend much more uh, anymore, and that is why we get to live like this. It's uh, more the experience and not uh, not the things anymore.
0: Absolutely,
1: that's great advice. Yeah, we we uh, we we were interviewed by somebody, and they asked you know us to explain how how do you explain to somebody that you can afford homeschooling, like with your spouse quitting right. her job because you know we're blue collar family, so. She her quitting her job was a big deal, and well, and and the answer was well, what's what's it worth to you? Do you need the do you need the you know do you need seventy thousand dollars worth of cars in your driveway, or can you downgrade on your cars? Can do you need the do you need the biggest house you can afford, or do you downsize and live in a smaller house and have an extra chunk of money, and That's what we told them. I said, we don't go, you know, a lot of times we don't, we're not, we don't go out to eat. We cook at home with the family. That's how we made up for the the money that we lost with her as a nurse. And it was, and to us, that was worth it to be able to, to to homeschool and be with our family. And for a lot of people, that's a hard, that's hard to do. And when people, when people say, there's no way we, we can't do this because we can't afford it. I would say the majority of the people. That's not true. It's just that you got to spend less and decide what's important to you.
2: Amen, brother. That's a good way to put it.
3: Absolutely. And I feel like we actually ended up gaining more because of that.
1: I (laughs) actually don't know where her income used to go. And we don't even, we don't even spend, we don't even, we don't go out, we don't shop, I go shopping. We don't go out to eat. But when you don't have it, you just don't real, you know, it just, I have no idea. It was one of those things we live the same way we used to.
3: And I feel like we travel more now, probably because we have time.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I I feel feel like a lot of people are like, oh, how are you doing this? What are you doing this for? And yes, we did sell a business and our home and cars and planes. We did, we'd sell, we sold a lot of things to be able to do this. But like, we are living with, without things that it's against what the world tells you you're supposed to do. Like, Mm -hmm keeping up with the next person and it, it's like we went against that grain we, we wanted to live a different life and peop, and a lot of people just don't understand it and that's fine it's not for them to understand but if you if you want this life if you want to live it this way i feel like it's possible for anyone that the possibility is out there to make it happen
1: yes yes yeah i don't i don't know who the joneses are but i <laughs> i would one day if i ever meet them. it's uh <laughs> <laughs> it's it's that's poison that's poison for people is. Is, is doing that it's
0: so I definitely like removing our kids from even the schools took a lot of that away from them and then even you know tv and taking that that poison like you said that's put in our brains at such a young age that this is what it should look like it's just i don't know it's not we don't have to deal with it anymore because
2: mm-hmm. we don't have those influences so Yes,
1: that's why we did this is because to have people like you on that can show others that the way everybody thinks things are supposed to work, it doesn't have to be that way.
2: And just because it works for us doesn't mean it'll work for everyone. I mean, it took a while for us to like, oh, yeah, figure our way out, I guess. And we're still figuring it out. So we're not the experts by no means.
1: (laughs) Nobody's an expert. I hate that word, by the way. Yeah, nobody's an expert in anything. Yeah, I, know, I remember worse, when I received
0: yeah. your email and I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know if you want it. <laughs> yes. It looks, the was going front is just not what I would, you know, want to show the world. But I get that what you're doing is sharing that it's different for everyone. And, and we love being part of that. So.
3: Yes. Yes, please. That is the point. <laughs> We are not experts at this. We started our podcast uh, like five months into homeschooling. Do you think we had a clue what we were doing? No, it was all about community and just conversing with each other and families and just sharing these beautiful life experiences. I really just feel like talking with everybody. We want to show that this is just a beautiful lifestyle and it does look different from family to family. And that's the point. Like nobody's doing it wrong because you have, like you said, your child is your best in in your best interest.
0: Well, thank you all for doing this podcast. I mean, to share this, everyone's different stories and views. It's I'm sure that's so powerful for people because when we were making the decision, I felt so lost. I didn't know where to turn to. I didn't know hardly I knew one person that homeschooled and it was just like, not how I knew ours would look like. So it's thank you all for
1: Doing this and sharing oh thank you yeah, thanks for coming on we're, we're uh we're getting close to the end here but this was a this was a new one for us <laughs> that we wanted to add in here because we didn't know about this until we we saw your um <laughs> some of your posts and videos but you got you guys have a project going with the discovery channel
2: yes we right. do yeah tell us a little yeah. bit about it uh so it's uh it, uh, it's called Mystery of Blind Frog Ranch. It's, uh, it's a docuseries with Discovery about, uh, so my dad has a ranch up in Utah that has all this folklore of buried treasure. Uh, anyways, we're looking for it. And along the way, we, we have a bunch of, uh, what do you call
0: Setbacks. It? <laughs> Setbacks,
2: I guess, we didn't expect. Yeah. I mean, pretty interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of like suspense and stuff like that. So it's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, so from what I've seen, and we don't have the Discovery Channel, unfortunately, because I really wanted to see the first episode. So I called up my buddy, who has every channel you could imagine, because that's his favorite thing to do. I was like, hey, bud, yeah. hey, hey, can you watch the first episode for me and tell me what you think? And he said it was awesome. So um, so, so ba- it's based around your, your dad's ranch. There's a bunch of caverns underneath up in Utah, right? Some buried gold. Sorry.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. From the 1600s. i uh, thinking the Aztecs or uh, Spaniards. We're not for sure, but we have a lot of clues that lead us to believe that uh, these underwater caves under there uh, have it in there. So we're just trying to get through and we're making a lot of progress.
1: This is I know this is part of the show, but this is just me being curious because we used to live out west. We used to live in New Mexico and okay. there's a lot of folklore and weird things that definitely happen. Out in New Mexico?
2: That's part of it. There's paranormal things out there that, you know, going up there we didn't really believe necessarily. I mean, my dad had told me about some of the stuff, but I never got to see anything. But when we were up there living on the property, there was some uh, weird stuff going on, 100%. Yeah.
1: Did you grow up there as a kid?
2: No, no. uh, I was born and raised in the panhandle of Texas. uh, So Mm. it's all pretty recent. My dad got that up there.
1: I know a lot of people like uh, disregard the weird things that happen, especially if it's on a TV show, uh-huh. but living, living out West. I have no doubt that there's some weird things that have probably <laughs> occurred on that property. I, I believe it. Yeah, there is, there is. Cause Sorry. we
0: were out there even in our school bus, being the kids, Chad would work. Um, they did shifts and a lot of times he would be late, real late at night or early in the morning. He would come in and we were out close to the property well even one night um you know something crazy happened we we were not affected by anything anything happened to us that we eventually we the next day moved into town because we did not want to be a part of um what was going on out there and it was and it's just it's just things you can't explain we don't i mean i don't know what actually happened or what's going on out there but there's unexplainable things and it's just like get us away from here, we didn't, we didn't sign up for this, so, but, um, but it's something also that he would have never got to be a part of if we didn't sell everything and sell the business, because his dad had been working on it for years, but Chad was so busy flying that he didn't, you know, wanted to be a part of it, but just it didn't make sense to be able to be in Utah, so it was just really cool, and then once he started helping, then the Discovery Channel got on board, and I mean, it's been a really cool experience to happen and it, we would never got to do it if we didn't make this you know huge leap of faith i guess so awesome.
1: <laughs> life life works in funny ways that's that's pretty awesome congratulations on that that's neat <laughs> thank you thank you, thank you. Did, are you guys done f- filming the first season yep season one is done uh so
0: the second episode actually comes out tonight yes, so the i don't know if it's will but it's on Fridays. so Yeah, every Friday. Yeah, six. I guess it's six episodes, so it's really cool, but watching it back, I've seen the first couple episodes, and watching it back, I didn't know half the things Chad was doing out there, and I probably wouldn't have wanted him to go out there if I didn't know him. He was <laughs> diving into caves, and I'm like, oh my god, what is
2: <laughs> oh. god.
1: That's really neat. Yeah, I'll have to to call my buddy Randy up and ask him to to, uh, live stream the first episode from his house to mine, so I can watch it.
2: (laughs) Oh man, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So we we usually finish up our episodes with um, a variation of this question, and what we usually what we ask is, you know, if you if you knew you were going to lose your ability ability to communicate tomorrow, what's like one last piece of wisdom you'd like to leave for the world? And for, for people that you love.
0: Um, that's so beautiful. Um, I think we came up with separate answers. Um, mine was um, learn to love yourself and love, then love others.
2: Yeah. And I would say, uh, you know, everyone has opinions on what's right or wrong, you know, but just do what you feel is right. <laughs> Not, don't listen to all the critics and all the, the people that are trying to keep you safe out there. It's just, uh the fear doesn't belong here. So,
1: absolutely, <laughs> love that I do. Right. We didn't include this, but I, I started to like to ask people this because I love to read. Do you guys have a favorite uh, like traveling book that you've that you've read a- along the way?
0: Oh, we just well, we just started reading like as a family. We just and it's the Harry Potter Harry Potter series, so the kids are starting to read that, and we're kind of taking turns other kids or the two oldest and me reading that. So that's it's we've kind of implemented that as our new new thing. But do you have any good books for us? Because we are we have lots of time to read.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I actually I actually meant for for you two, not the kids.
0: Because
1: yeah, do you have do you have um, some some books or a special book that you was when I when we travel? I love I always remember like a certain book like when I've traveled um, that I've enjoyed reading.
2: I mean, mine are all like kind of spiritual, like law of attraction stuff, Wayne Wayne Dyer stuff. But you know,
0: yeah. And I guess I haven't been reading much because um, I've been writing a lot. Um, but I don't know. I'm I'm good for any romance novel. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's great.
1: Well, yeah. So if you if my suggestion for a for a, a book for for you guys, if you like to read like traveling books. One of my, one of my favorite books I've ever read was uh, Jupiter's Travels. It's uh, it Jupiter's Travels.
0: Oh, oh, okay. I'll check it out,
1: uh, yeah. yeah, it's, uh, his, his name's Ted Simon and he, he, uh, he rode his motorcycle around the world.
3: No oh, way. Wow. A really, cool. really
1: cool story, yeah. Oh, oh definitely know. check it out.
3: Yes, thank, thank you. you.
1: Yeah. Um, and so, I
3: have no books to recommend. <laughs> because i'm terrible at reading <laughs> i'm just gonna be honest <laughs> i
0: love it
1: all right so we'll let you guys get, get going here but uh where can people find you
0: okay on instagram we're at all in ollies um and then obviously he's at the you know chad ollinger and the blind frog ranch too so
2: yeah just started a youtube channel so we got some videos you know oh, about no. the travels and uh, the ups and
1: the downs so we really appreciate you guys coming on and uh enjoyed the conversation it was nice to meet you and enjoy Baja and um, are you getting ready to go kite surfing or what yeah
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: awesome thank you so much guys yes thank you thank you to Haley Chad and their entire family for joining us for this conversation Sometimes life gives us gifts to make us realize how amazing every day is. And this story was one of those gifts for us. We want to thank all of you for coming back to join us around the fire for another amazing conversation. If you have any suggestions or feedback, please email us at the Podcast at gmail.com and subscribe and leave us a review on your app of choice. And as always, let's light a fire they can't put out.